Hey guys, thank you for joining us another episode of Sip and Chat Experience Podcast. I have an amazing, amazing guest who's going to give you a wealth of information. I am your host, Dills Victoria of Sip and Chat Experience Worldwide, Sip and Chat Experience Happy Hours, and now Sip and Chat Experience Podcast. Deep conversations and overcoming struggles and with influencers who went from challenges to triumphs and are passionate about sharing and inspiring others to do the same while while we sip on our favorite drink of choice tonight i will be sipping on some green tea it's a little cold here in savannah georgia so green tea normally warms up my body and it has great antioxidants so i don't get sick (laughs) so without further ado as i always say i love my guests to actually introduce who they are so you can actually get to hear them their passion and their zest for life and express who they are because nobody else can do it but them I can, ex- I can introduce them and give them their long bio, but it sounds better when it comes to the person. So my guest for this evening is the one and only and phenomenal Dee Bowden. Hi, Dee. Hey, Dillis. Happy New Year. And thank you oh. very much for the opportunity to be on Sip and Chat Worldwide. Sip and Chat. Exactly. Happy Hour and now Sip and Chat Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. So the what very, very first important, important question is what are you sipping on? Well, what I'm sipping on is called uh, Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. That's my my choice of sips. That's amazing. It is. It is absolutely delicious. You're going to make me want to go to the store and go get some whatever the heck that was. (laughs) (laughs) So, D, tell everyone who you are and what you do and what you're doing for 2019. All right. Well, first of all, I'm G. Bowden. I'm the, the president and CEO of BCS Solutions. I'm originally from Boston um, by way of North Carolina. So I was born and raised in Boston. And every summer from now I was a baby until I was 18, I took a 24-hour Greyhound bus ride for y'all old school heads down to Mount Olive, North Carolina, which is where my grandparents lived. And so every summer we did that. Um, like I said, originally from Boston. I'm a New England Patriots fan. I know it's already hate, but hey, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all be all right. I promise y'all. But I also love those Cowboys because I went to the city. A picture on the on the star at the fifty yard line. So. Well, I actually went to Brockton High School when I was about fourteen to fifteen years old, so I'm very, very familiar with Boston, Massachusetts, as my yeah. my father's side of the family is still there. But okay, okay, that's Patriot. what's up. Yeah, so Boston, Boston, is, Boston is 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 a is a great city. Lots of love, for, lots of love for Boston. You know, like every city, it's got you know its challenges. But of course, great produces great people like you and I. So we love Boston. So we there we go. So to your audience, um, BCS Solutions is a revenue recovery slash collections consultant firm. And what that means in simple English is that I work with small and medium-sized companies who have cash flow issues because of their their overdue accounts receivable, and I help you figure out what are the disconnects you can actually get paid. The reason this is important is this. Um, About 10 plus years ago, I worked for a small IT firm. Um, I was working for them part-time and they had $8 million in sales, $8 million worth of sales, products, software licenses, you name it in the IT world. They did that. They gave me the accounts and said, D, we need you to work on collecting these accounts. First of all, I was flabbergasted that they had $8 million. It's outstanding that was owed to them. And the fact that nobody raised a flag to say, well, how come we still owe this money? So I said, okay. And 
as a part of my as a part of my journey for your audience that may not know you know i'm a believer so i believe that you know my gifts come from god and i believe that mm -hmm. or what i have and so i literally took my accounts to him as a god i don't even know what happened but you said if you don't know ask you so i'm gonna ask you please show me something to figure this out and so i literally sat down and said one prayer and then got to work i've always been a problem solver so this was a big problem eight million dollars is a lot of money with eight million or eight thousand it don't matter it's still a lot of zeros right. it's a lot of money so i basically went to work on figuring out what were the disconnects i figured out that number one um the people that were collecting didn't have real passion for this you know and mm -hmm. people think about collection a lot of people think they'd either watch rather watch paint dry or get a root canal because it's like it's too stressful right but i I, I come with a different approach. I believe that collections is an extension of your customer service. It's just as important for you to get your sales as it is for you to get paid. So back to the story, $8 million of outstanding receivables. I did 6 million in 60 days. Damn, 6 million in 60 days? 6 million in 60 days. But the damn part is this, even though that's phenomenal, the company went out of business. We all no way. I'm serious. We all lost our jobs two months before Christmas. Now that sucks. When the CEO came downstairs and said, listen, I want to gather everybody in the room. I want to, I want to tell you that the company's called was called Amherst Technologies. They were out of Merrimack, New Hampshire. If you Google them, you'll just find their logo. They don't exist. When they gathered us downstairs and said, we want to thank you for your service. Um, we are so sorry that we are, we, you know, fiscal, whatever, mismanagement, whatever, closing. And so everybody lost their jobs two months before Christmas. That was a wake-up call for me number one, to, to get better at what I do in terms of collecting money, but also to start teaching about this because I am a firm believer that if you are a small, medium, or large company, you should know the state of your clock. You should know how many sales you have outstanding, what's, what you sold, and you definitely should know how much money is coming into the company. And you mm -hmm. should, and if you don't know, you should have, your salespeople need to have a relationship with your collections people, and you definitely need to have a relationship with your salespeople. The salesperson is the is is the is the first entry into the into, into the business. They're doing the conversation. They're doing presentation. They're building the relationships. At the end of that sales cycle is the person who has to collect the money. And it's so important that the, both of those parties talk. I'm a firm believer that disconnects happen because either something happened either in the sales process, mm -hmm. your billing process, accounts receivable process, and then your contracts. Those four entities make up the disconnects. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. In order to be successful in managing your money, you should know your sales, your invoices, your what's owed to you, and then the contract. And all those relationships are important. Some of them can be can be can be stressful and tenuous and all that. I get that. But the most important part is you went into business to make money. I don't care what mm -hmm. you went into business to make money. That's the first thing. That's why you start your business. Now yep. and and I know some people would say, Mike, you said you collected eight million dollars. Does that mean you wouldn't work with me if I had a hundred dollars? No, it means the same process. Because guess what? You still eight hundred dollars is just as important as eight million dollars. My my process is that you stay solvent. My tagline says we fix your financial disconnects. I truly believe it's not a money problem, it's usually a system problem. The systems uh -huh. are sales, AP, AR, contracts. And when you, when you as a small business owner or a medium-sized business owner understand that those four components are very are crucial to you being successful, then you as a CEO will be checking in on the salesperson and say, hey, 
how did that sale go? You'll be checking on your collections person saying, hey, how are you doing with getting that money? And then you'd be, re you'd be one of the bridges to make sure, listen, y'all need to work together so that the whole company benefits. Because like I said in the beginning of the story, I believe if sales and finance and collections had been talking, I can't promise you that I mean, Amherst Technology would not have gone out of business, but I think they would have been around a lot longer than, than we, would, we would not have shut down two months before Christmas and everybody's holidays were jacked up. So <laughs> out of that comes this, this drive, this passion, this mantra, this, this wanting to make a difference in, in how companies are talking about collections and talking about AR. AR stands for accounts receivable. That's money that's owed to you. Mm -hmm. you are, that you were making sure you're track of it, keeping track of it. So I firmly believe old school, you ought to have a, an Excel spreadsheet that lists all your contracts. You ought to know the name of your salesperson. You ought to know how many invoices you have with that, with that company. You ought to know how much money is owed to you and when it's coming. And if it's, if it's, if you notice it's, you know, 30, 30 days, 35 days, 35 days or 45 days past, and you haven't seen any money, you ought to be on the phone. Hi, mm -hmm. I'm such and such company. I'm calling up about invoice number, da, 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 calling to find out what happened. The first thing you ought to be able to do, number one, is, is politely follow up on your money. Number two, the person who tells you what's, what's wrong or why you haven't gotten paid, do, do them a favor. Shut up and listen. <laughs> you know that that's hard for people to shut up and listen. I, you know that. <laughs> I do, but that's why I said it. Just the way I said it, just shut up uh -huh. and listen. Get your notepad and write down what they told you and actually do it. The, the key to success, a lot of time, it's in the doing. It's mm -hmm. the things that most people don't want to do. You know, there, are, there, is no, there is no quick fix. There is no, there is no magic fabric dust. There's no, you know, do you think that I dream of genie? Ain't none of that. You got to work. Whatever it is you have to do, you have to work. And so, yes, we live in an age now where a lot of what I'm talking about deals with, you know, larger companies or, or larger corporations and medium-sized companies and or the state or federal government. But whether you are a solopreneur or a small, medium, or large company, the same principles apply. Even if you swipe a credit card and a credit card doesn't go through, you still got to go back and follow up to find out, hey, you know, so your card didn't go through. You yep. have a you got the, 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 the success in getting paid is in, is in the follow-up. Yep. And, 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 and I also have a firm belief that showing gratitude makes a difference. Mm -hmm. I, I have a thing called, um, it's, it's something actually for your listeners, it's called Five Successful Strategies to Collecting Your Money. And on there, I, I talk about the five, way, five things that I believe are important just to collecting your money. And one of my things is, is about showing gratitude. People seem to forget that in this, you know, 144 character world, you still have to deal with other people. And Truth. And because of what I do for a living, that saying thank you, being appreciative, showing gratitude is life changing. Think about it. I am a, I'm a business owner and I got to call out to another business owner and ask them to actually pay me for my, my, my services. And let's just say I'm just not as... Mm, light or as courteous as I could be, why would I be really hard pressed to get your invoice at the, or that's at the bottom of the pile, get it moved along when you've been kind of rude with me? Exactly. Exactly. Not, customer so, service is everything. It is. And that's in collections is an extension of customer service. And so I developed a philosophy that you, you express gratitude. Every person, every time I make a call on behalf of a client or anybody, 
to collect some money. I am so-and-so with this, and I'm calling about investment. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Uh-oh. You still there? Yep, I'm here. Whoop. As you were saying, my dear. Oh, I was talking about um, gratitude. And so I was saying that any person, anytime you have to collect your money, um, there's something to be said for expressing gratitude. Um, I personally believe that every person that helps me untangle the disconnects of why did why an invoice didn't get paid, I tell them thank you. Um, I started out doing a phone call, simple thing, just call to say thank you. And what I've learned was this, most people are surprised by the call. You're actually calling me to thank me. You don't want nothing. No, I really don't. I just want to say thank you. Because here's the thing. You have, I have, I'm the one that's owed the money, but you took the time to hear my story and then go research it and then get my invoice along the, 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 the process line so I can actually get a check. Why wouldn't yeah. I, I can say thank you? Right. But also, I believe that sometimes with business relationships, people tend to expect agenda as opposed to intention. And I've, I've been working to change, change the intention to be able mm -hmm. to express, excuse me, express gratitude and just to say thank you. So I either do a phone call. Now, I, I'll oftentimes I end up doing an email. But the point is, is that either way, I go back and say thank you. And I guess it's because of where I started. In the beginning of the story, I shared, I'm from Boston, but every summer when I was a baby until I was 18 years old, I took a 24-hour bus ride to a little town called Mount Olive, North Carolina, where you get off the bus and go, man, oh, you miss D's grand, miss, miss Lee's grandbaby. Oh, you're from Boston. You talk this. Oh, man. I, I totally, I, I get it. I get it. But those summers taught me respect, mm -hmm. hard work, problem solving, and gratitude. You know, my grandmother was a, was a devout believer in God, and we learned to respect the power of God. We would learn to respect your neighbors. You learn to respect nature, all those things. And so it's just something that's a part of me. And I found out that just saying thank you. I mean, our parents would tell you, hey, say, say please and thank you. And you're like, oh, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it, it's so funny because now in business, please and thank you goes a long way. I'm telling you, every vendor that helps me, yep. I go back and tell them thank you. And a lot of times, like I was saying earlier, a lot of them are surprised because they're like, no, I don't. I just, I just wanted to say thank you for helping me get done what I needed to get done. I just want to say I appreciate it. And I think because also, because I've been where they are. My, my, my fabulous career in doing government receivables and contract administration started off by me being a data entry person, taking a stack of invoices for eight hours a day, key punching, mm -hmm. and, and, and balancing. So I didn't just pop into this. I've been working my way through this. Next month will be 20 years. Mm -hmm. So it's been, and it's been the filing. It's been the data entry. It's been setting up the boxes. It's been all the things that what people consider the grunt work or the stuff that nobody wants to do. But guess what? When you need to get paid, you do what you, you do. It. Get it done. So Those are called humble beginnings. Most definitely. And I learned to respect that. And to this day, I, will, I still keep, I still file, I still set up boxes. 
I still do it all, but now I can also get on the phone and pretty much ask for what I need and I get help because I've, I've learned, learned the, uh, the, the, the art and grace of gratitude and I've learned it is life changing. And it helps me with, with a lot of what I, what I do. And, you know, my, even though my grandmother and my parents aren't here anymore, I can see them looking down and going, yeah, that's my kid. She got that one. <laughs> she may not have got a lot of stuff, but that one, she got gratitude thing now. We're going to work on the rest of them, but gratitude, yeah, that's that child. That's the number one thing for her. She understands gratitude because a lot of times, because we live in a world where people are, can, can be so cutthroat and so mm-hmm. caring. And because we're talking about business, I want people to know that you can do business, you can do good, you can do good, and you can do well. I just happen to believe that gratitude needs to be a part of what you do. And yep. how it's the, it's the thing that distinguishes you. Well, we don't have to talk about how I, this thing about brands and you got to have a brand for this and a brand for that. Well, my brand, if you will, is gratitude. My, my, my distinguishing factor is gratitude and telling and letting people know that, yep, God helps me get my stuff done on a regular That's basis. Right. He's the best person to hang out with and do my work with. And we have fun every day. So that's right. So what are the key questions you ask when you're working with uh, small business or large companies to get the information you need to make sure that you get everything cracking to get the money that you need to get for that company? What are the key questions you Great ask? question. So one of the things I ask him is, first of all, how many accounts do you have that are over 60 and over 90 days or 120 days? How many accounts? Mm-hmm. What's the total amount of invoices that are owed to you? Um, who's your salesperson? And most of them get stuck right there. Mm-hmm. They're like, Why are you my salesperson? Because that person is key to helping you figure out why you haven't gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Asking for how many accounts, how much is owed, how, how many accounts are in the 60-day bucket, the 90-day bucket, the 120 bucket. Who's your sales rep? And then what's your collections process? What have, you, what have you been doing? Have you just been doing straight dialing for dollars? As Dr. Phil says, how's that working for you? And clearly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How's that working for you? It ain't working for you, so it ain't got paid. So it, might, it just might be you may wanna, might want to consider a different approach. And so I ask him to gather all the information, and I'll basically do a quick review, and then we'll end up having a conversation around how do you approach these 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 accounts you know what are you saying um are you you remembering you know simple things i mean people forget you know it's you know customer service etiquette you know Mm -hmm. i'm good morning i'm so and so from you know and you know you can't come at people hard and you know like they're not not feeling that but if you come come i come from my strive to come from a place of of courtesy and respect so i'm asking them for the information then I'm going to do an audit. I'm going to take a look at, you know, what do I, what do I see are the, the themes that, that show up? And then we're going to talk about that. And then they're going to just say, oh, well, we need some help. And then we'll talk about whether you want to outsource that to BCS Solutions, whether you want us to come on site and train your, your collectors so they can actually do better. Because my goal is that you'll, if, you're, if you're stuck now and you don't want 2019 to be the same repeat of 2018, then you got to do something different. Instead, mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Whether you do it with BCS Solutions or somebody else, you have to get some new information because clearly if what you had was working, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in right now. Truth. That's totally awesome. So BCS Solutions, how did you come up with the name and what was that for you 
what how did that feel when you said BCS Solutions? Like, how what kind of emotions it generated in you? Because I know when I picked Sip and Chat, it was like, oh my god, oh. <laughs> Well, BCS Solutions came up, it was, it was, I was, I, I think I was, I'm prob- I was either doing one of two things. I was either in the shower or I was downstairs in my chair or in my meditative chair. That's, that's I, I promise you that's where I was. I was, I was either getting cleaned up or downstairs in my, my meditative chair. So I, I'm laughing because every time I come up with an, with an idea, I'm always on the toilet. <laughs> You're a little different, but I'm, no, 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 darling. <laughs> Deeply on that one, I'm trying to handle it and get out. I'm like, in and out. Excuse me, but um, I was, I think, I think I was either downstairs in my chair or in the shower, but I heard BCS Solutions, and then I realized that's what I do. And so what I what I came up with was the the BCS Solutions. I realized I like puzzles. Mm-hmm. What I realized was that I've been solving some kind of financial puzzle a financial dis- disconnect almost all of my career. Mm-hmm. So the image was to come up with, with, with the puzzle pieces. And the puzzle pieces are sales, AP, AR, contracts. Hmm. Disconnects are in, are in one of those four things. When I, look at the, when I look at my body of work, every time I've had to untangle something financially for a company, it's been in sales, accounts payable, accounts payable, contracts. BCS Solutions was was the, the thing that kind of came to me. And as the more I said it, I was like, I like this. And then once I got my voice out, I was like, oh, baby, this is sweet. That's what's up. <laughs> and then, and then you know, we fixed the financial disconnects. It was all about helping companies understand why, what, what is causing your money to be held up. So basically, if you have money that's owed to you, something happened. Because think about it. If there was an easy transaction, it would have been a one and done. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it's usually a problem. Mm-hmm. And here's the, please hear this. Problem doesn't always mean something's wrong. That's why it's called the disconnect. The problem is when you can't resolve it. Right. It can be resolved. That's why I call it, you fix your financial disconnect. Somewhere in those four transactions, something went amiss. Mm-hmm. Follow the thread. I think y'all call it the same thing. You got to figure out where it started, what happened, and then when did it get off track, get it back on track so it can keep moving. That's what it's all about. And like I said, my other thing is I always say it isn't a money problem, it's a systems problem. Systems is sales, AP, AR, contracts. If you think about it, everything that people do, somebody is selling, has to give, somebody has a bill for something, you got to get paid for it, and there's a contract, an agreement, something. Those four components make up the puzzle piece, which is BCS solutions. Cool. Beans. I love it. I really Thank do. You. That's it's absolutely amazing how you just put stuff together and just connect it in that way. And you're right, there was always some form of disconnect. And sometimes a lot of people <clears throat> they don't they tend to not do the research or try to study exactly what, what's taking place and how to connect the steps. It's always something that's always missing, some way, somehow. So for you to come in and actually put that together and just educate them. Mm-hmm. You know, and moving forward, it's like long-term success as opposed to just having this little area here where right. everything is just going to go wrong. So right. that's awesome. And thank you. And that that's why, awesome. you know, that's why, you know, I, on, on the website, if they go to, um, actually for your listeners, there's something, it's called the five successful strategies for collecting your money. And it's on, um, 
www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. That's www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. In the middle of the page, you'll see it, it says five successful strategies to create your money. And I give mm -hmm. you five, five points. I talk about, you know, setting a goal and affirming it and celebrating and, and recognizing that you, if it's a different approach to how you collect your money, because most people think about collections, again, the dollar for dollar, the, the, you know, somebody's coming in and breaking your knees. I'm not too excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But it's about a mindset that I've developed over the years that I've learned that, you know, you do need to set a goal. You do need to write it down. You, you do need to plan how you're going to do this. You do need to affirm it. You do need to celebrate. Um, and it's not just about making money. I mean, whenever, whenever, whoever is listening, whatever business you in, you're in, you do need to set goals whatever those goals are, you do need to have a plan. You do need to affirm it. You do need to be careful about what you say and how you, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you're, that you're pausing and celebrating. I personally believe, listen, if I collect $500, $5, yes. Yes. Now listen, if I, if I was like the football players, I'd be having my special dance. At the special dance? No, why not? God, look. <laughs> it's true. They got they got this whole step. They got a they got a whole thing. Yes, me a collections dance. But the point is, is that you need to take time to celebrate your wins. No, that is because no matter what you are working on, if you've been putting you know time, energy, focus on that, you do need to take a moment to celebrate those wins because when you celebrate those wins, that refuels you so you can go back and do it again. Totally. So what you did, regardless. Yeah. Of because you, yeah. because if you if you're all if you're always 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 giving giving you know hard mm -hmm. ever have take a chance to take a moment to just say, "Usa, like yeah. I, I did this," and to acknowledge that wow you know that was a lot of work but we got it done and mm -hmm. then, you know like kind of what I said earlier about being quiet and taking notes you do yes. in that moment of reflection and, and celebrating take a moment and jot down what did you learn. Because those 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 keys are what will help you be successful the next time. So you don't mm -hmm. keep in the same cycle. You know, I yeah. as I said earlier, gratitude was the thing I noticed, along with being skilled in learning how to ask the right questions and be helpful and all that. But I learned that gratitude was the key that changed things for me. Mm -hmm. Saying thank you, people went back and and I, I'm talking about I I collect, you know hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars. I have to get people to go research files that have been from 2011, sometimes 2005, sometimes 1999. But for them to go and find that stuff for me and get it to me, are you kidding? Why wouldn't I say thank you? The fact exactly. have to. And I think that's what your business owner need to realize. People who help you don't have to. They yeah. to. They yeah. To. And being kind to them and being respectful of what they do to help you mm -hmm. stay in business and get money. Gratitude. I'm telling you, gratitude. Gratitude is the elixir. It is what changes everything. Amazing. 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 I hope you guys got some great nuggets and jot down notes <laughs> because, you know, this was a wealth of information and education. And I think everyone needs to follow the five steps because I think it'll make your life so much easier. Like D is just absolutely amazing. So my last question to you is going, will be 
how do you make, make finance fun? Because people think of finance as just like, oh, Lord, unless it's collecting money. So how do you make finance fun where people can pay attention and just be like, oh, like, I know that I need to take care of this, but let me put a, put, put like a, a fun spin on it. How I make collections fun is that, number one, it's a mindset. Like, we live in this world today. Everybody has, everybody's, somebody's got a, a podcast, a, a Facebook Live, an Instagram, something on, on mindset. Well, I just, I didn't know it was called mindset back then. I just kind of like the five steps, it, but those five things about setting goals and all mm-hmm. that was a mindset, was a shift. And realize that, number one, when you're in business, regardless of who you are or what you do, there are certain things you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to sell. Mm-hmm. You have to fill. <laughs> you have to get paid. And you got to have a contract for what you do if you want to be legit. Now, I get, get this up. I don't, the, the other people that do something, yeah, that's on you. But I'm saying the legitimate people have a contract or an agreement mm-hmm. with them and the other company. Exactly. Somebody who, AP and, and, and selling and billing and uh, receivables. I make collections fun because it's, it's a choice that I've made. It's a decision that I made that if I'm going to do this for my, as my, as my career, as my business, I'm going to enjoy this. There's mm-hmm. no sense in me getting up every day going, Oh my gosh, I got to go collect money. What the? Right. It's not, <laughs> not doing that. I, I look at him. Nah, you know, I can do some other stuff, but that I'm not doing, but I right. make it fun because number one, here's the thing. What makes it fun for me, is I love the challenge. As I said, mm. I love problem solving. My, my part of my logo is a puzzle. And when I realized that I get to, so there's two things. I get to solve the, solve the financial puzzles for mm-hmm. the that aren't able to solve it for themselves. And I'm able to help them stay employed, meet payroll, um, pl- take care of their employees, plan for vacations, hope prayerfully grow. The knowing that if working with BCS Solutions opens up that little bit so that you can continue on your path to, to being successful, then I've done I've done the job that God sent me here to do. And that's why mm-hmm. because he makes it. He make he helps me and make it fun. Nice. And then that's I awesome. people, and I get to see people's reaction when they come back and they say, Jay, you know, thanks so much for helping me with this. You know what? I I I hate, I hate it, clutch. Oh my God, to the love. And let me share another story with you with your listeners. So I had some collectors that I worked with, worked with years ago, Zahima Five, and the company had $45 million outstanding receivables. I know I deal large money, but it, this point is still the same. Mm-hmm. The collectors hated collections. They, they would rather take their fingernails and scratch the, the chalkboard than do this. Oof. Exactly. That's how bad it was. And I know there's some people out there who are cringing around this, but I'm sharing this to tell you this. What made the difference was me bringing a personal approach. I sat with each one of them for a week, mm-hmm. breakfast and lunch. We talked about why did you get into collections? Why do you do this? Or why do you hate it so much? Mm-hmm. And we, once I were able to understand what was wrong, I said, well, can I give a different, a different way to see this? And then once they began to see that, and I said, okay, if you can, if you can change your mind, you can see this differently. And then you can mm-hmm. help make a difference. And that when I've been able to sit, when you can tie what you do to a mission beyond yourself, that mm-hmm. makes it fun. So the one guy that I helped with, I helped, he had, he didn't know how to understand, didn't know how to read or do government contracting for collections. 
Mm -hmm. was almost set up to fail. And I sat with him, we spent a day, and I explained to him how collecting with the, from the federal government is different from collecting from commercial. But I helped him to see it once he saw it, and he saw the mission, it's like, oh, once he got it, orphan got it, I'm happy to report, of the 45 million, 75% was collected, and that, nice. comes, that day to this has gone on, has never been behind since. That's True. awesome. That's awesome. Well, tell people where they could find you, how they can connect with you, work with you, all that good stuff. All right. Well, if y'all are interested in learning some more about collections and making it fun, um, you can reach out to me at www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. That's www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. BCS Solutions is on Facebook. It's on LinkedIn. And let's see, what else do y'all need? Instagram. Uh, well, just my name, Bowden D, is on is on Instagram. My BCS was on Instagram, but the website is one way. And then you know, like I said, you can find me on Facebook. You definitely find me on LinkedIn, and uh, I'd be happy to help you. It would be my honor to help you untangle your disconnect so you, your company can be solvent. Y'all can have a great 2019. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on Sip and Chat Experience Podcast, Steve Bowden. You were absolutely amazing and phenomenal. And I'm glad that I was able to have this conversation with you. I know that the listeners will find it valuable and muy, muy, muy importante, muy, very important because 2019 is about abundance and part of abundance is financial abundance. So of course, like that, that needs to be taken care of. So thank you again. Humble honored amazing human being so guys this is the end of another amazing episode of super chat experience podcast with devoting make sure that you call at your girl she has some tips and trips and all that stuff for you for making collections fun and now you don't have to make it so boring because it'll be fun now because you have to connect with her so <laughs> so we'll talk to you next time with another amazing guest and i hope to see everyone at sip and chat experience happy hours taking place all over the nation starting in february ending in november of 2019 so cop those tickets on sip deadline for the special the early bird special is january 31st so make sure you get that and also visit us on um facebook Sip and Chat Experience, and also Instagram, Sip and Chat Experience. Until next time, remember, guys, you only have one life. We know our birth date. We don't know our death date. So live life to the fullest every single day of your life and make those dreams reality. Talk to you guys later.